0: Welcome back to Apologetics for Tweens. I'm Tom Griffin. Now let's address the next claim from critics. Does the Bible have hundreds of thousands of errors, particularly the New Testament? Let's pray. Lord, thank you for all your blessings. I pray that all those who need to learn more about the evidence you've left for us to discover you and know you better will be led to the sources for this knowledge and find the truth Believe in you and maintain that belief for life. Amen. It's become a common claim from critics and non-believers that the Bible cannot be trusted because there are thousands or even hundreds of thousands of errors, and as a result, it's corrupted and just can't trust it. Is this true? This claim is made even about the New Testament and was made by non-believer Bible scholar Bart Ehrman. Let's take a closer look. First, let's define the claim that there are errors. More precisely, the proper term should be variance. In other words, when you compare the many, many thousands of New Testament partial and full copies in Greek and Latin and other languages, are there variations in the text at all? Yes, there are. And before you develop concerns, these variations almost completely have to do with grammar and copying errors. None affect any important Christian belief, or even key words or meaning. So what's all the fuss about? Obviously, it's a scare tactic to create doubt in believers. You'll find it interesting, though, that this same scholar, Bart Ehrman, makes entirely different claims in his books and public speaking than he's willing to admit in individual debates with other conservative Christian scholars such as Daniel Wallace. In a previous podcast, one of my recommended readings is called The Reliability of the New Testament and includes a dialogue between Wallace and Ehrman, and I found it quite fascinating. Anyway, in the dialogue and privately, Ehrman agrees that in spite of his claimed errors or variants, we can know the essence of the meaning and what was written in the New Testament. It's clear that in his writing and public speaking, he's merely trying to generate publicity for his book and speaking revenue by making such extravagant statements to generate more followers. But what's the nature of these variants? When the process of textual criticism is applied, as introduced in a previous podcast, the comparison of all the thousands of copies shows that there were copying errors made and sometimes grammatical spelling and punctuation errors. Imagine yourself holding the place on a scroll with your left hand pointing to where you want to copy and your right hand doing the writing. And under pressure, stress, and worry about Romans finding you while you're copying the material at some safe house or friend's home or under your own roof, worrying if they know who you are and are looking for you. Might you make some errors? I think so. Try it yourself, actually. Sometimes your finger might slip and you copy some word from the wrong sentence. Sometimes your own spelling, perhaps with only marginal literacy, may misspell a word by one character or more or misread what the word was and you end up copying a different word. However, even under such circumstances, nothing important was missed or added. We do not actually know the particular process of how these copies were made for the New Testament, because of the fact that they were sometimes done, as mentioned, in stressful situations and not necessarily made by professional scribes, as as was the case with the Old Testament. Now, Old Testament scribes had to memorize about 4,000 rules for manuscript copying, and it was an incredibly painstaking and very accurate process. For the New Testament, For there to be no important meanings or words or beliefs that differ among the tens of thousands of total copies between Greek and Latin and other languages is just amazing, I think. Let's look at one final thing. Their method of counting variants, or what they're calling errors. This, to me, is intellectually insincere and very deceiving. Let's suppose you have a series of copies from the same time period, and perhaps even the same copyist did them all. Let's suppose the task further is the copying of the book of John. Now, let's suppose they make 10 copying or grammar errors in that one first copy. But from there, let's say that copy is given to friends or family, and they copy it, let's say even perfectly, a 1,000 times. How many variants or errors are there? In biblical scholarship, they count this as 10,000 because they are all variations from what was originally copied from. But do you see the problem here? There are only 10 variants. Their method just makes it highly suspect and deceptive. Actually, through the previously mentioned scholarly process of textual criticism, we find that the Bible has amazing accuracy and can be trusted. For the Old Testament, upon examination, we can say it's 95% accurate according to scholars, and the differences are minor variations of spelling and grammar. Remember, the Old Testament is mainly in Hebrew, Take a look online through Google at what Hebrew characters look like and you'll easily see that with all the little embellishments possible within even one character, you could easily have some copying mistakes. But biblical scholar William Albright is quoted as saying that there is no doubt that it is substantially as was written. As remarkable confirmation, When the Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered in the Qumran caves in the 1950s, an Isaiah scroll was found. It dated 900 years earlier than the previously held earliest copy we had available. And when compared, it was almost completely the same. So over a 900-year period, no degradation or corruption occurred. And that's just an awesome fact. As for the New Testament, American scholars Bruce Metzger and American scholar Bruce Metzger and Greek scholar A.T. Robertson both stated that the New Testament is 99.5 percent accurate. Simon Greenleaf, the Harvard professor who wrote the rules for eyewitness testimony in a court of law, was a non-believer until he examined the New Testament and found it reliable. Upon completion, he said that the Gospels, in his opinion, would hold up in court as reliable eyewitness testimony. We can trust that none of these so-called errors is important, and the Bible is, again, found reliable. Take care until next time, friends.